Hello. Hello. <laughs> Welcome to I, I Have a Strange, strange story, story Podcast. Um, this is the podcast where two sisters retell uh, people's strange and paranormal stories and experiences. I'm Lindsay. I'm Rebecca. <laughs> and we also have Lily. <laughs> <laughs> and she's just being awful. She is. I being can't even awful. sit right. Yeah, she's being terrible right now. <laughs> <laughs> this is her <laughs> Anywho, uh, um, thanks for joining to listen to some strange and paranormal stories and experiences. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, Rebecca, do you have any announcements that you wanted to share? Yeah, I do. I do. Okay. Yeah. I got a couple of things. So okay. let me get on the right page here. Here we go. So um, I finally donated uh, to the National Black Justice Coalition. So hey. yeah, that receipt is up on Instagram if you want to take a look. And thank you to everybody who listened, who shared, who um, donated episodes. So haunts are us. None of this is real. And nerds from the crypt. Thank you so much. Um hey. It was really great. Oh, and for the guys that bought t-shirts, that was so cool, too. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, everybody. Again. And, yeah, I finally got off my ass and did that, so. Oh, and don't we have also another, <laughs> another like, special event going on? Um, so, money. yeah, I, I, there's actually a new um, design on Redbubble right now, and um, it's the, it's a... It's called Yama. Um, this design was made for my friend Cindy, who is battling cancer. And um, all pur- purchases that are made on this design will go f- towards her GoFundMe page. Um, so thank you for anybody, to anybody who has purchased um, a Yama t-shirt or journal. A couple of people have, have purchased oh, some stuff awesome. already. I know. It's really exciting. Well, and the other thing I thought about this is that... Um, some of the listeners who have been with us for a long time, mm-hmm. Sydney, she gave us one of the first stories that we told. Yeah, Cindy has been um, a contributor to the show for a while, and yeah. um, she's, like, I could go on and on about how much I like Cindy and how cool she is um, of a person, and um, she's just taught me a whole lot, and she's given me a lot of confidence, and she's... It's so funny because we knew each other briefly in Austin and then we both moved. I moved to Colorado and she moved away after I left and we reconnected over like kind of this podcast in a way because she found out I was kind of weird and I found (laughs) out that she was kind of weird. And so and and so we've just had this kind of long distance relationship and she means a lot to me and um so yeah, if if you want to make a purchase of that, that'll go towards her her medical bills while she's battling cancer. Um, and then also there's a link in our bio on our Instagram page where you can donate to her GoFundMe account directly. Um, if you can't donate or if you can't buy a T-shirt, I completely understand. Um, you know, share it and see if there's any of your friends that are able to donate it or donate to it, or maybe they can uh, they can share it for her as well. So. Um, so that's up and, um, I just feel like Lindsay, we should explain what's going on right now. 
Okay. <laughs> do you think there's some? Do you think there's some tension in the room? There's some. There's a little bit of weirdness going on. Okay. And it's because this w- is what happened. Y- I mean, it's <laughs> you could just. Anyways, go on. I was editing the <laughs> podcast that we already completed. We were done. We'd been done for some time. <laughs> And then I deleted half of it. <laughs> so we, I had to reluctantly call Rebecca and explain to her what I'd done, fully knowing there really wasn't anything we could do to get it back because I'd already checked. Oh, shit. <laughs> so you Rebecca. basically were just like, I need some help. And I was like, I'll try to figure it out. But you already knew that we were just boned. Uh, no, I pretty, I had a really good idea that we were probably done, but when we were on the phone and I Googled it and then it came up that it was like, there's nothing you can do. I was like, there's nothing we can do. (laughs) We have to record again. And which I'm, I have a really hard time with control. Like I have to be in control. And when things, it sounds like a, sounds like an infant, but when things don't go my way, I have a really hard time coping with it. So before you and I got back on the phone, I was like holding back tears because I was so frustrated oh, dude, that I lost, you know, cause we'd already put the work into yeah, it. And- yeah. But here we are. We're back. We're back. We're doing um, it and everything is okay. Yeah. It's going to be great. I brought a beer with me to this episode. <laughs> oh man. I should have. <laughs> yeah. I brought one. This is oh, cute. Well, you can go get one as I'm talking. I have a cozy Bavarian. Yeah. Right here. And, um, it's an Oktoberfest beer. It's a product of the USA, and it's actually really smooth and, like, kind of creamy. It's pretty yummy, um, and the, the alcohol content is pretty good, 6.4%. Anyways, if you're into, like, seasonal beers right now, and I fucking love this time because all the Oktoberfest beers. Anyways, this one's good. I'm in um, Austin, so I don't know if everyone can get it, but it's fucking cute. I'm going to get a little hat like that, and I want to wear it. Um... But I don't know when I'll make it. Oh, hey. Oh, did hey. Did you find something to drink? Yeah, I did. So I was home alone for the majority of the day yesterday, and I decided to um, drink half a bottle or more. It was more because this is all I got left of this white wine that I have. Oh. And, um, and so I... I drank wine and watched TV last night, and uh, this is what's left. And I was just talking today. I was like, you know, I don't really like drinking that much anymore because I just feel like shit afterwards. Like, I ha- I can't yeah. sleep, and I just feel really bad the next day. Um, but then you got your beer out, and I was like, well, <laughs> looks like I'm going to just finish this wine. <laughs> I usually just have one or two beers and like that's it because I don't yeah. really like to drink that. I mean, I hate to feel bad. Yeah, that's the thing. Is I like, like how the, differently this this episode is going way different than the so other episode different. we did. Yeah, it's completely different. But I have look, a Rugrats t- shirt on. <laughs> yeah, right after I told Lindsay, like the trend with our videos is that we're either wearing black <laughs> or gray shirts, and then she pulled. I was out like, those, I'll be right back. <laughs> oh, hold on, I'm gonna fix that. Wait a minute. Yeah. I was like, I'm a little chilly. Let me get something. Burr. And then and I was like, do, 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 do. <laughs> this episode's going to be even better than the first one, you guys. I don't know, man. So much better. I have a story. Let's talk about it. If you wanted to hear. It's actually part two. 
if y'all remember episode 94, I was like, this is part one. And then the next episode came around and I was like, I forgot all about it. (laughs) So, um, this is, oh, episode 93. I'm sorry. It was episode 93. That was the original one. And it was about the farmhouse and it was the kid who moved out into the country. And it was clear that his, um, house was probably haunted. His door was opening and closing and he is hearing voices and everything. So he has a few more stories to share with us. And let me tell you, like, it sounds really creepy, dude. Mm-hmm. Like, no, thank you. No, I was no, like, can you. I read your story? dude? <laughs> okay. Excuse me. Excuse me. So at this point, he's a little bit older, right? He's lived there for a while. And he's like, you know what? Fuck it. This place, the property, everything, it's fucked. It's all haunted. And he took like this approach of like, he just had to deal with it. Like, this is just his life. Mm -hmm. (sighs) So he would spend a lot of time outside um, because he was trying to get out of the house. So he'd go out in nature. And then he started to do a little bit of research on the home. So he couldn't find very much. I'm not quite sure the time frame on this. So I don't know how great the internet was at this point. But basically all he could find was that the land was purchased in 1846 and the home was built in 1930. And that's all he could really find out. One of the neighboring uh, farmers had told him that the it used to be a dairy farm. Mm-hmm. But he said there was no structures on the um, the land to like show that it really was. So he doesn't really know. Either way, that's all we could find historically about this place. So he used to go out and explore the grove. If you recall in the first story, he talked about the grove and how it was real creepy. But he would go in there and hang out. Um, So one day he's walking around the grove. And he starts to see shadows and hear voices of people talking all around the grove. Knowing that this was crazy because they're out in the country by themselves, he decided to ignore it. And he told himself, these aren't people. It's just animals that are walking around. Mm -hmm. He was terrified, but he chose to ignore it. During this same trip. Wait a second. Yeah, this is it. It's okay. During (laughs) this same trip. He found a couple of bones mm. that were in this grove area. Mm. So he found a bone that looked like a, is it the femur? Mm-hmm. Which one is your fucking thigh bone? It's your femur. Is that your femur? Okay. He found what he thought was a femur, picked it up, put it next to his thigh and was like, holy shit, like this bone would fit in my leg if it could. Mm-hmm. And he was like, that's creepy. Saw another bone, picked it up, put it against his arm and it fit the length of his arm perfectly. And he was like, okay, I'm going to fucking go inside now. Like, I'd rather be in that fucking creepy-ass house than be out here with these fucking bones and whispering <laughs> animals. So he went back inside. He shook it off. Um, and he's just really creeped out at this point, right? He saw these black shadows. Um, and this whole time, the theme of him living here is just embracing and accepting everything for what it is. Um, which is a, it's a, it's an approach that I think we see a lot. Sorry, Lily is talking on the side over here um so that night he went he went to bed and he slept with his back against the wall so he was kind of sitting up and he was scrolling through his phone he was a little bothered by everything um so he sat there and he heard a knock and the knock sounded like it was right in front of his face like the knock came from within the room Holy shit. Your your sneeze needs everybody's undivided attention. <laughs> I couldn't help it. There's no. nothing I could do. Anyway, so he hears this knock 
right in front of his face. His back is against the wall. He's freaked out as fuck. And then he just tells himself to make himself feel better that it was probably just his parents having sex. That's what that <laughs> knock was right in front of his face. It's a perfect explanation. Yeah. Um, okay. So then he noticed that the house was extremely quiet. Then he notices that the knocks that he heard, they continue. They're persistent. And what he hears is that there'll be three knocks and then there'll be a silence. And then three knocks and then a silence. And he was like, ah, shit, boy. (laughs) I don't know. He was just like, oh, shit. Like, this is fucking scary as shit. Okay. So he felt like he was going insane at this point. He wasn't. um, But he just, per use, just went to sleep. So then a couple days later, it appears as if the breaker had tripped in the house. So he came downstairs to find his stepfather and they were going to go downstairs in the basement to fix it. So he goes down there and he talks about and describes the basement as a space that's not used, is not finished. They don't really go down there very much. And in fact, since they moved there, he didn't think he'd ever really been down in the basement. Mm-hmm. So it's an unfinished basement. He said that the, the walls of the basement look like rocks with cement between them. Mm-hmm. So it's like fucking old. It's like an old yeah. stone wall. And the floor is a mixture of dirt and cement. Okay. So it's an unfinished basement. He said there's two bedrooms in there. And as they're down there and they fix the breaker, he looks back and one of the bedrooms has like a crawl space in it. Mm. And he, he notes how the crawl space is so long he can't see the end of it and he has to get a flashlight to see. And then he sees that the crawl space is really only big enough for a child to fit through. And he was like, fuck it, I'm done. Getting the fuck out of here. So he and his stepdad are going upstairs and then he hears somebody call his name. They're whispering it. Oh and he God. just continues to proceed to walk up the stairs and ignore the voices. He probably does feel like he's crazy. This guy is also fucking like super brave just to be able to keep it all like keep it all together, not yeah, acknowledge he's like things. Homelander. Homelander? I don't know what that is. What's that new TV show The Boys? Oh, I haven't. It's a superhero. Gotcha. He's like just a He's not like Homelander. I was about to say something awful about Homelander. I just meant that he was like Really good at saving face and like putting on a you know brave a good presentation. Right. Yeah, 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 very brave. Because yeah. that's what Homelander does in the show. Homelander is like actually a really awful guy. So sorry about that. I don't think you're an awful guy. <laughs> I just think you're brave. Like Homelander is brave. Anyways, okay. So now he gets in bed after mm-hmm. this episode of hearing something whispering his voice. Goes to bed. He's laying there and he swears to God that this is not sleep paralysis, but this was his experience. He's laying there, drifting off to sleep, and then he knows something is about to happen because something jiggles the doorknob of his bedroom door, and he's like, oh, fuck, here we go. So whatever it is comes in, and it puts its goddamn hand on his chest and keeps pushing down on his chest, and he feels like he can't move, and it's just more and more pressure, and he feels like it's like the hand is almost going through his chest. Mm. And then he starts to feel like a burning sensation, and to which he describes essentially it felt like somebody was stabbing his chest over and over again. So he's able to roll over, and he rolls on his side. Rolls on his side, he gets his phone, and he sees that it's like 3.07 mm-hmm. a.m. in the morning, which is like around 3 a.m., the witching hour. Mm-hmm. Um so then he started to drift off to sleep 
Um, and as he drifted off to sleep, he heard people downstairs talking and he heard a young girl crying. Keep in mind, there's no young girl in this house to cry. Um, he woke up the next morning, took a look-see at his chest and his back to discover that he had three scratch marks um, that were, you know, whenever they would scratch, it would be three marks, right? But he had them all over his chest and all over his back. Mm. And what he did, he said he accepted it, he got dressed, and he went on with his normal day. My God. And that, my friends, is the rest of the story. (laughs) Take care of yourselves and each other. Bye. So I think earlier I had said that it really feels like there's something demonic going on here. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause you know, we've talked about spirits really, they don't want to get fucked with right. and they don't really want to fuck with you. They're stuck here um, cause they're confused or there's unfinished business that they're here taking care of or they're visiting or overseeing somebody. Typically spirits don't get trapped here or come back to fucking torture Right. Right. Mm -hmm. Because not, I mean, spirits generally are not bad. Like ghosts aren't bad. Poltergeists aren't necessarily bad. Mm -hmm. They're maybe they're just annoying. Right. But we're terrified of them. And so scratching you, that's when it's bad. That is bad. (laughs) That's demon shit. (laughs) That is physically like, okay. Okay. So like a ghost. They fucking hurt you. Yeah. They fucking hurt you. But like a ghost, they can't really touch you. Yeah. They can't, you know, there's not, they make little scary sounds and maybe are kind of assholes, but like physically putting marks on your body to where mm-hmm. you bleed. Yeah, it's not cool, dude. Not cool, man. That's terrible. So this, um, bless his heart, very brave person who um, just continues, you know, mm-hmm. to live his life in this haunted 1930s home. That he doesn't know anything. But they're fucking beating him up. Actually, come on. I want them to leave him alone. He needs to get them out of the house. (laughs) (laughs) You got to get them out of the house, dude. Or you need to move out. But either way, um, that's my demonic. Could be a poltergeist. Mm Because poltergeists can, you know, hurt people and shit. Anyways, that's my story. Um, I read that story. Mm -hmm. That's how I found it. Yep. And that's all I've got to say about it. <laughs> that's a good story. It is super creepy. I This person just sounds like um, a really chill guy. You know, yeah. to be able to put yeah. up with all this and still just... I mean, maybe... I don't know. Maybe we don't know the whole story in a sense. Just mm-hmm. think, you know, what I mean by that is like exactly how he's feeling it sounds like what he's trying to do is ignore it and not let it get to him but maybe inside he's kind of freaking out a little bit um yeah but yeah i mean the thing about like i think that you and i have talked about this before we certainly talked about it earlier but you know whenever things get bad whenever people have to stay in their in their situation you know it's likely because they can't afford to move. But then also, mm. like, it's so shitty and so scary that you're able to put up with it, so there's no reason to leave. 
in yeah. a way. Well, I mean, there's so, I mean, yeah, you can't not, I mean, moving is expensive. People just can't up and move. What right. if they bought the place? Right. You can't just sell it. Like mm-hmm. it just, it doesn't work that way. Right. So there's that dilemma. Like you said, mm-hmm. there's also the dilemma of nobody believing him. Oh yeah. Cause he keeps saying he feels like he's crazy. He hasn't shared it with anybody because that can be a reality for people who mm-hmm. have these types of experiences is that nobody believes them and who wants to go through that. Right. Yeah. So there's, there's so many variables to consider about people who have these experiences. Like it's real to them period, no matter what. And it's scary. I can't imagine. No. Yeah. I mean, the other thing too, and I don't mean to like be a dick about this or whatever, but even if you do move from one place to another, who's to say that it's not going to follow you? Especially right. if it's something that is attached to your, to you physically. Yeah. So, I mean, I hope that, I just hope that things get better for this guy. And, you know, try, anybody in this type of situation is always, always try to protect yourself. You know, yes. bubble yourself up. Um, do what it takes, set boundaries. There's, there's lots of ways that you can protect yourself. And if it's, you know, Mm -hmm. if you're religious and, um, uh, you know, you have a deity or a God or anything like that, that, that you subscribe to, you can always ask them for help, prayers, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. If, you know, you can also try metaphysical stuff, try bubbling up to protect your energy, um, I know we talk about saging and <clears throat> there's since starting this, there's a lot of conflict with, with, with saging. Some people are for it. Some people are against it, but I mean, do what feels right to you. Whenever I say saging, yeah. I mean like smoke clearing. Um, mm-hmm. and so that's something that you can try. Um, and also communication, you know, just saying out loud, to stop or you're allowed to do this, but not this, like the bedroom Mm -hmm. is off limits, whatever. And just adding in a little bit of protection, however you can, if you have something that you feel like makes you lucky or keeps you safe, then keep that around. Um, if there's, there's certain stones that, that apparently are good for protection. I don't know what those are. (laughs) Do you have any idea about protection stones? Um. I don't know so much about it. Like I can tell you about what a rock is and maybe where it's found, but Mm -hmm. I can't really tell you about the powers of them. I never really got into that, but I think it's fun. I just don't know much about it. Yeah. I think it's fun too. I have a couple of semi-precious gems, but like it's because I think they're pretty. I don't ever feel anything like from them. It's just, I have a rock collection. I I know you do. You geologist. Yeah, but it's not like, yeah, I just don't know that stuff. I wish I did. It was fun. No, I know some of that stuff. Hematite actually is really good. It's a healing stone, is I it? think. Okay. Uh-huh. And copper helps with arthritis. Oh, cool. It's a mineral. Okay. Um, yeah, they'll make necklaces that have copper or pennies or something. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be good for that. Interesting. That's all I can think of right now. Yeah. Um, I know that uh, clear quartz is kind of the the go-to and also amethyst. I think that those stones have prop like several different properties as well, but don't quote me on that. Maybe you should look it up. Um, yeah. And do what feels right for you. Bum, ba-dum, bum, the story. Oh of my God. For lives. a second. I didn't think my microphone was plugged in. I was like, we're <laughs> over. We're, we're stopping right here. We're like, not doing this again. You guys. <laughs> I don't know if you saw my face where I was looking at it. Yeah, I, I did like, see motherfucker. it. Motherfucker. Yeah. 
All right. Okay. So, anything yes. else you want? Pardon. Anything else you want to add to that? Nope. That's all I've got. You want to set me up for this? So, <laughs> have you read any good books lately? No. That you could tell us about? No, because I don't read. Because I listen to them. You listen to books? Yes. Would you like to hear more about it? Yeah, what is that? I know, right? Like, so there's this thing called Audible. Okay. And so what I've what I've been doing is just listening to Audible. And I actually just finished a book. It is called Season of Moon Moon and Flame. And it is written and narrated by Daniel Dolsky. And it is a beautiful witchy book. It is written so well and it's also spoken so well just by the author. Um, I loved it. Um, it is, uh, it's a book that we, that I think anybody can learn from and appreciate just as far as learning from our elders and embracing, um, growing old and passing down knowledge to people. Um, that's a good idea. It is a good idea. It's, it's just, it's, it's, it's about storytelling basically in the stories are told in beautiful ways. And there's, um, there are ways there it's a storytelling at its best with um ritual magic that coincides with the moon cycle um i recommend this book to anybody who is interested in a witchy path or even just wants to listen to um a book in this genre just to see kind of what it's about but also learn some good and insightful lessons about healing and about um you know knowing uh what we need to work on for ourselves and also how we can help other people. Um, so it's a beautiful book. I loved it. Um, I am actually listening to a series that is, um, that is an audible exclusive and it is about the movies, um, that I love, um, called alien and mm. mm-hmm. so these are sci-fi horror movies and um i'm sure that everybody's heard of alien i don't know if y'all if anybody has seen it um but the the story that i'm listening to right now is uh called alien river of pain and this takes place whenever ellen ripley returns to earth um and we get to know the colonists f- that are on um that are terraforming lv426 that is now known as acheron sorry and the hardships of living in a hostile environment and terraforming in a planet. And then we also get to meet the firstborn child of Acheron, who is Rebecca Jordan or Newt. So we get to go, we get to kind of meet her and figure things out with her. But then also it talks about the Marines that are coming in and the corruption of basically just using this planet as a means to acquire a military grade weapon that is the alien haven't gotten to the alien part yet um but it is a little bit more in depth i i love this series and i can't wait to listen to the next one um Mm -hmm. and like i said this is a this is an audible exclusive so you're not going to find it anywhere else if you're wanting to listen to them and you want to give it a try go to audibletrial.com slash strange story and you will get a 33 uh, a 30 day free trial um you'll get two credits and that is for any premium title book that is not included in the trial or that is not included in um the 
I swear to God, I'm going to fucking kill you. <laughs> You're talking to a cat or a person? My husband. Uh-oh. <laughs> Anyways, um, might have to edit that part. Uh-uh. Okay, well, here we go. So <laughs> <laughs> so um, those credits are yours to keep forever. Uh, whatever book that you want to purchase, then even if you don't like the trial and you don't want to move on, you can you can keep the book and listen to it again. Um, if you do like it, it's $14.95 a month. You get a credit uh, once a month for any premium title, but then you get um, you get the the inclusive or the um, the uh gosh the exclusives i'm sorry that are only available on audible which are for free there's no additional purchase you don't have to use a credit it's just there for you and you can listen to um hundreds of titles of audiobooks podcasts uh news wellness programs and then also the exclusives so give it a try there's a lot of spooky stuff on there it's um audibletrial.com slash strange story and you'll get 30 days for free. Yeah. Yeah. So. That's I, pretty cool, man. It is cool. I actually, I mean, I know that I'm promoting this. And, um, and I, I just want everybody to know how much value I'm actually getting out of it. Like, I really yeah. enjoy this purchase. And I'm really glad that I did. I think what sold me now, especially, is this Alien <laughs> series. Because I love sci-fi and I love horror sci-fi, so um, so I'm I'm very happy about this. Um, but I'm going to move on to our story now. I think we're done with Audible. Okay. This podcast is proudly part of the Paranormality Radio Network. Visit paranormalityradio.com to find binge-worthy podcasts dedicated to all things paranormal and creepy, from conspiracy to cryptid. You'll find it here. So, um, I've got a story and this was sent into us, um, by a listener named Mikey and, um, Mikey, I'm just going to let you guys know, Mikey thought that maybe this wasn't a great story or, you know, it was kind of dumb. And I'm here to tell you, Mikey, that I'm so glad that you sent it into us because it makes us feel really good. Um, but also it's a great story. I think it's fascinating this 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 little tale that you experienced that maybe not a whole lot of people get to experience. So mm-hmm. if you think that your tale is too short or not cool enough, you're probably wrong. <laughs> you are wrong. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. Because we accept all stories. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> but we do i mean all stories are worth it because even if you think it's too short sometimes we do short stories too mm-hmm. yeah we find a way to get them all in there because everybody's story is so unique yes um and important for other people to hear mm-hmm. and understand yeah. so like absolutely you can't put a price tag on that experience you can't. girl and then also mm-hmm. like like i i learn new things too and mm-hmm. i love that mm-hmm. So I'm going to tell you about Mikey's story. So this story happened actually just recently, and this phenomenon kind of began at the beginning of summer. Uh, She said that she doesn't really have a whole lot of paranormal experiences. There is one other one that we'll talk a little bit uh, later, but it doesn't really coordinate with what went on at this situation. So imagine this. Mikey is trying to go to sleep. 
and she's laying in bed. She's staring at the ceiling, and it's just, it's not happening. And she sees this light pop out out of the corner of her eye and thought, that's just my imagination. But she looked to see if it was still there, and there's this light. It's a perfect circle light that is just kind of sitting on her floor as if it was coming from a lamp. But of course, there's no lamp on the floor, and it's it's just out of the ordinary. Now, it sounds like she wasn't freaked out about this, but she was weirded out. Like, mm-hmm. just to the fact that there is this glowing ball of light on her floor that wasn't there previously. So... She, um, she moved her eyes, she rubbed them, she opened and closed them, and she, just to try to see if maybe it was a trick, um, trick of her eyes or trick of her mind, um, and she looked over and the light was still there. And eventually, as you do, she fell asleep. Um, she Mm -hmm. said that this happened a couple of more times, and, um... But after, but after that, really nothing else happened. She also mm-hmm. described this light as being all-encompassing glowing. So it's not like you look at something, it's got a light in the center, and then it fades and emanates as it f- emanates out of the source. It was uh-huh. completely white light surrounded in the ball without any waxing or waning or whatever of the light. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's different. And she and I talked a little bit about, um, a little bit back and forth about this. And I told her that what I thought it was was an orb. So um, before I get into that, the other kind of freaky thing that happened to her was whenever she was really young, she was sleeping with her parents. And she says this kind of always creeps her out. But she was trying to go to sleep with her parents. And she heard like pitter-pattering of feet or kind of like mm-hmm. scratching in the walls. She did say this might be rats, but she wasn't 100% sure. But still, that's still fucking creepy no matter what. <laughs> yeah, and let me tell you, I've had rats, yeah. and y- your family would know if they had rats or not. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, because they had to get rid of them, like, for sure. Yeah, see me have had... And soap doesn't work. That's a myth. They eat it. Oh. So don't do soap. I didn't yep. know that. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Neither do mm-hmm. cats, because we had mice in our house, and we had three cats at the time, and... The mice didn't give a fuck. Yeah. Um, So, anywho. um, So, yeah. So, we talked about it a little bit, and I thought that maybe this was an orb. And I had Mm -hmm. asked her if she had any relatives or family or friends that had passed away at the time, and she said that she didn't think that she had. Um, And then she also, um, it doesn't sound like she got really a bad vibe from this guy. It just kind of showed up and hung around and um, seemed pretty peaceful. So I did a little bit of research because hers was a white light. Um, From what I found, it sounds like that these can be past loved ones that are coming to watch over you or spirits that are trapped in this plane. Um, So maybe it was somebody and... I mean, I'm going to get a little bit woo-woo now um, because I just thought about this. But, you know, we think about our our life in a linear in a linear way because that's how we live in time is linear. Mm -hmm. Um, But like, what if this was somebody from a past life coming in just to check on you? It could have, you know, and Yeah. yeah. So even if it wasn't somebody that had passed away that you knew in this 
time period. Maybe it was somebody right. else. If you can, if you choose to get on board with that train of thought. Um, <clears throat> so, um, so maybe it's just somebody popping in to say hello and seeing how yeah. you're doing. Just checking it out. Just checking you out. And from what I found about white um, orbs is that they are pretty peaceful. Um, yeah. And I just have um, a couple of descriptions of different orbs colors. Orb mm-hmm. colors. And this is not all inclusive. I've, I've left out some. And I just got this information from like one place. So... You know, take it with a grain of salt or use it as you will or just follow your gut with how you feel about mm-hmm. these things. Because how, what do we really know? <laughs> Nothing. Exactly. <Yeah. laughs> but I think that's, good. that's a good point. Yeah. But I think that these are just based on people's experiences and mm-hmm. maybe how they perceived these these orbs. So we're going to start with clear so okay. a clear orb is a sign of an entity that is trying to communicate with the living. So perhaps something happened to them at this particular location where they're where these orbs are found, and um, the spirit wants to move on, and maybe um, they're asking for help. Not necessary that you help them. Okay. Maybe find somebody else that can if you don't feel comfortable. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I would tell everybody to do, except that kid whose story I told today. He can do anything. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you Everybody else, just fucking leave it alone. I'm not don't even tell you how to run your life. Don't even try. Yeah. So, yeah. And so if, I mean, I can get into that later. Um, and then we're going to go into white and silver, which I feel like is what, Um, Mikey saw and these are associated with spirituality and connection Mm -hmm. to a higher source Um, they could be trapped spirits in this plane Um, they offer protection and they are perceived as highly positive in nature Um, so all of this sounds really good what I like too about the white orbs and it's associated with spirituality and connection connection to a higher source is that is kind of like the um, the crown chakra I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is like the gateway to heaven chakra. It is located on the top of your head. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's good to know. Yeah. Maybe you're actually a little spiritually inclined or maybe have yeah. some type of connection out there that you don't even realize yet. Um, and then there is the black and brown, which Lindsay, you know what that's all about. Yeah, it's like unsafe, evil, or negative energy. Yeah, so like lower spiritual vibes or heavy energy, perhaps evil, or an unsafe area. Um, Yeah. Yeah, and um, the next one is going to be red or orange, and this signals like a safe and secure area, um, a sense of belonging, and perhaps these orbs were maybe a... um, Maybe whenever they were alive, they had the role of a protector or someone who was um, charged in this life to keep watch or be a caretaker. And Mm -hmm. so things kind of vary here a little bit because I've read also that red could also mean that this is dangerous and that you shouldn't enter. Follow your gut. Yeah, because I thought I also read that like pink and no, 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 you're right. Red is for well, red is for safety and security. Uh huh. Oh, you got that too? Yeah, actually, I was going to say, if 
Mikey's more interested in orbs, we did another episode with orbs in it. It's episode 45. Oh, okay, cool. Where we, where talk we about did that? some research on orbs. Then somebody else had a similar story about seeing the orbs. Cool. And so she's looking for something to like connect with. There's somebody else who we told a story about that. I'm sure there's more. Oh, yeah. I also see episode number 44 looks interesting. <laughs> Did some research on like ectoplasm and ectomist and funnel ghosts. Oh, like that's fun stuff. Yeah. Anyways, listen, tune into episode 44, (laughs) a flashback, if you'd like to listen to some of that stuff. Yeah, totally. Um, Yeah. Yeah. And so that leads us into green orbs because I think that episode was about green. Uh, Seeing a green uh, mist, right? So (laughs) I don't remember. Now I have to look. Sorry. Keep going. Yeah, it's okay. So green orbs are, um, are associated with nature, the human spirit, and they represent love or one was with oneness with nature. So it sounds like if you see a green orb, then that's a really cool thing. Um, green Uh is associated with the heart chakra. So, um, so that also means that it is associated with love and a place of emotion as well. Um, and then we have blue orbs and blue orbs are more associated with psychic energy and truth. They are, it's a calming color. Um, it indicates Uh spiritual guidance and the presence of a spirit guide in that location. Um, so those sounds like they're good to see as well. Yeah. Do you have something? And actually, I think episode 45 was about a white orb. Oh, was it? Okay, cool. Mm -hmm. It was a white one. Yeah. That was quite a while ago. Interesting. Yeah. It was quite a while ago. Yeah. We're on episode 96. Yeah. And I think... Moving on up. Moving on up. Oh, my God. We're almost at 100, dude. I know. Who would have known? Who would have known? Who would have saw it? Do, 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 do. Do, 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 do. We're celebrating. <laughs> um, um, also, the blue okay. color is associated with your third eye chakra. Okay. And that is indicative of psychic energy as well. Um, and so that's all I got for the orbs. There's a lot more colors out there, obviously, purple, pink. Yellow, obvious, yeah. chartreuse. Yeah, you just have to look them up whenever you see them. It's easy. There's this thing. If you open any like computer or phone, you click on Google <laughs> and type it in. Because <laughs> that's all I do. None of this comes natural, folks. I had to research all of it. Yeah, well, it's fine. I think, I mean... There's not a whole lot of um, things that I could spat off the top of my head either without doing a little researchy first. Yeah. Yeah. I have to. Yeah. But also just go by your gut feeling. I think that we need to rely a lot on our instincts that we don't so much yeah. anymore. For all the time. For anything and everything. Exactly. You know what I'm sad about from this episode? Ladies and gents, the first episode that we did, there was a very natural occurrence of my cat jumping on my desk and stealing this skeleton of a Wendigo that I had and yeah. running with it. Yeah. And I had to grab it. It was yeah. really cute. Yeah. It's gone, though. Yeah, I had to take it out of here because clearly she's going to eat it. Oh, and you can't show it to anybody yeah, anymore. so it's not. I can't even show it. But I can show you this. Like, I got this drawing of Wendigos. Where'd you get that from? That's badass, dude. From, from Etsy. Wow. I love yeah. it. I'm going to get this stuff framed and, like, have a real, like, 
corner. Cool, dude. Nice. Right, it's fun. Oh, here, I'll hold it up a little bit. Yeah, that's really I should cool. give the person credit. Um, I don't know who they are. You know, it'll be in the liner notes. <laughs> <laughs> we'll figure it out. Yeah. Anyways, mm-hmm. um, that is an awesome story. It's yeah. very similar to stories we've already told, so don't worry, Mikey, and get to episode 44. <laughs> and thank you for um, submitting it. Yeah, thank you. Mm-hmm. If anybody else has stories they'd like us to read, um, we'd be happy to do so. You just need to get them to us and send them to I Have a Strange Story podcast at gmail.com. Becky will open that email and Becky will tell me if I have a story to read or not. <laughs> Or she will read it. I mean, now that you have the password, you can also do that. Yep. Yeah. I'm down. (laughs) Um, Subscribe, rate, and review us. If you do review us, please give us a nice review. Take a snapshot of your review. Send it to our email address with your mailing address, and we will mail you some stickies. Yeah. Okay. So this was take two. (laughs) We did it. Remember. Um, Thank you for joining us. And remember, something about being normal is always (laughs) okay. What do you say? Normal is a social construct. There we go. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Bye. Goodbye.